Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. Back to The Baldface Truth with John Kanzano. Peter Sampson is up next with The Pulse from 6 to 7 on 750 The Game. Pac-12 basketball. We got Pac-12 tournament coming up in a couple weeks. So the Pac-12 is in uh, full rhythm right now headed to the final three games of the regular season oregon and oregon state will be uh, squaring off this weekend in corvallis wayne tinkle oregon state basketball coach is joining us now hey coach i know it's been a tough year but uh i want to catch up with you i appreciate you giving us your time great to be with you as always john now uh let's talk about just in general kind of how you feel about this team you got a good freshman but you haven't been getting the result on the court what's it been like for you yeah i mean it's it's certainly a work in progress uh you know this year uh you know we're, it was all about trying to get our culture back um obviously we're you know, dick bennett used to say you get a, you got to find a way to, to lose together before you can win together uh it's, it's been frustrating at times we love our group they, they you know they're so much more enjoyable to coach day in and day out uh, they're, they're, they're doing it in the classroom. And now the next part is we got to translate it to wins because that's obviously a big part of our culture when we have it going. Um, it, it hasn't happened this year, but we've seen a lot of good progress, especially from that freshman group you mentioned. Uh, we dealt with some injuries, losing Shoal Mariel in early December for the year. Now Justin Roshlin, who missed uh, a bunch of games early, Christian Wright. Um, but we, we fought through the adversity. These guys are getting tougher. Um, and, and we know that it's not too late to try to get a little momentum going here late, um, you know. And then, and then obviously, we got to get better in the off season. So not, not, you know, we've lost a few, you know, left a few out there that we'd like to have back. We've gotten our teeth kicked in a time or two, but you know, our guys are, are getting better day after day, and we got to perform. You know, the last month, John, we haven't shot the ball very well after leading the Pac-12 the first half. Um, so, so we, we've got to answer up, get after it a little bit. But we feel like we've we've got things heading uh, in the right direction as, as slowly as it might seem. You mentioned you know repairing the culture. Uh, was it just in the wake of the Elite Eight, uh, the group that you had, it wasn't a good fit, or what happened there? Yeah, you know we, we lost a lot of momentum. We had a few guys that were um, you know role players after that run throw their name in the portal because they wanted to go down to lower levels where they could be starters and and kind of main guys which, you know, didn't catch us off guard because you're always uh, got to be prepared for that. But the problem was it was during COVID where we couldn't leave campus to recruit and we couldn't bring recruits to campus. So it was all over Zoom, you know, YouTube, phone calls, testimonials. We feel like we missed on a couple. And, and then losing Ethan Thompson and Zach Reichel, who were our, you know, great leaders, um, the veterans that came back from the Elite Eight team didn't carry that leadership over. And, and as hard as, as we tried as a staff, it was just kind of a, you know, a group of new guys, a group of veteran guys. Some guys believe in the hype a little too much. 
going into the, the preseason, and we were never, you know, as a staff able to pull that group together. And so we had to do a complete scrub, and, and we committed to a large freshman group. Um, even a couple of the transfers we took in Christian and Justin were guys that were just first-year players last year, uh, and, and we just committed to taking our lumps and, and rebuilding this thing from the ground up, and we're in the you know early on in that process, obviously. But John, one thing we've proven is, uh, you know, our, our way works. When we commit to getting the right kind of guys here, our kind of character guys, that you know we've rebuilt this thing a couple of times. When we first got here, you know, after the first trip to the NCAA tournament, we had that horrible year with all the injuries, rebuilt it, and we're confident we're going to do it again. Wayne Tinkle with us, Oregon State men's basketball coach. You got a really good freshman in uh, Pope who regularly pops up as you know a candidate for Player of the Week. How do you keep a guy like that engaged on your campus? You know, uh, you know, you guys offered him when when a lot of others didn't, but I'm sure, uh, you know, in this world of the transfer portal, there there will be some interest in him. How, do you have to recruit that kid again, or how do you how do you deal with trying to retain that kid and make him believe that he's part of the future and he can be a leader there? Yeah, that's a great point, and and really we've got to do that with with all of our guys, and we've got three potential guys. You mentioned Jordan, but Tyler Bildo, Michael Retai that could somehow be recognized, whether it's honorable mention or first-team all-freshman. Um, and we've, we've got to keep that core group intact. And it's, you know, from, you know, trusting, you know, their loyalty, which, which we know is tough in this day and age, making sure we're doing all we can, um, you know, as far as convincing them we're continuing to bring in more and more talent and, and that the success is going to come, uh, even along the lines of, you know, the, the NIL kind of deals, uh, that, that we're doing all we can here at Oregon State uh, so, so that other schools can't come in and say, hey, we can do this where they can't. And, and then keep pushing the reason they came here. Like you said, you know, some of these guys weren't recruited by, uh, you know, a lot of Pac-12 schools, uh, but we believed in them. We're going to continue to develop them. The way we do things here at Oregon State where, you know, it's all inclusive. We're not just coaching the basketball player, um, but, but the, the relationships and the way we're helping mold them for, for what's to come down the road, not just from a basketball standpoint, but, you know, from, you know, being great husbands and fathers. And, 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 and that doesn't go just fall on deaf ears. You know, we, we kind of sort that stuff out early, and guys that don't want to listen to it, we, we, don't, we don't bring to campus. So we're trusting in all of that, and, and, and we believe that they're really good kids, and they, they see the light. They, they understand, you know, there's been some hard times this year for sure, but uh, they understand that nothing worth, uh, you know, really achieving doesn't come without – some adversity and some pain and growth, and that's what we're going through. Are you getting the resources you need? And I just asked that meaning, you know, like I looked at Cal basketball, and it turns out, you know, Cal doesn't charter uh, on their all of the road games during conference play, and some others do. Do you feel like the investment in basketball is there at Oregon State? Yeah, it's been, it's been great, but it's ever-evolving as the landscape's changed, and you know, we're already having talks about next year's budget with regards to that exactly. Charter flights, where they make sense. Uh, you know, when we can get back after a game from L.A. commercially, uh, you know, I don't have a problem with that. But when we're, you know, playing at 8 o'clock at night and, and 9 o'clock our time in, in you know, Boulder, we got to get home that Saturday night so we can take Sunday off and then on Monday go back to work and prep for, for Wednesday or Thursday's opponent. And so our, our administration has been great along those lines. 
we're, we're, we're looking to find ways to continue to increase in some of those areas. Um, you know, obviously we've got a group off campus working on the NIL stuff. They're doing a great job, um, you know, with, uh, with us with regards to getting some things going there. Uh, so we, we, we feel really, really strongly about the fact that we don't lack a whole lot, um, you know, when, when it, obviously there's always going to be a few schools that stand out in your conference um, that, that seem like they, they don't go without, uh, um, you know, any needs or concerns. They've got it all. But our administration's done a great job of really making a push uh, to, to make sure that we're, we're where we need to be and not falling behind. You've got Oregon this weekend uh, and then Stanford and Cal uh, to finish the regular season. Uh, there's some opportunities there for you guys. What do you want to get out of this? What, what are you looking for in this last three-game swing? Well, you know, we've been saying it all year. Like our teams, when we've got the guys we want, you know, and, and things are clicking, we peak at the right time. And we've tried to make that statement the last couple of weekends. So, you know, we a lot of momentum off the USC uh, home win just uh, two Saturdays ago. And obviously went on the road and didn't shoot it uh, like, like we thought we could and lost a couple. But we, we can't be licking our wounds, feeling sorry for ourselves. we got to get after it. we got a chance to build some momentum. Um, you know, we're, 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 you never know what could happen. You get to Vegas, but you can't limp in down there and expect to flip the switch. And when we made that great run two years ago, we won three out of our last four uh, league games, and, and all three of those were on the road. Uh, and we got some momentum, you know, and, and a couple things fell our way, and we got on a roll. And we're, we're not, you know, we're just we're trying to stay in the moment, but we're like, dang it, let's approach March Madness right now. This, you know, one at a time, survive in advance. And we're saying it to, you know. 18- and 19-year-olds predominantly. But, you know, the, the one thing with this team, John, that I want to see is we've been playing a little too timid at times. And, like, offensively, we've not once said, hey, we're going to control the tempo, really slow it down. We want to get out and go. And at times I think our guys, when we get knocked in the face a little bit, and it's not just our, our young guys, our veterans too, we get back on our heels and kind of get timid. We want to throw caution to the wind and get after it, be aggressive offensively, take better care of it, obviously. Um, and because most of the time our defense has been really, really solid. So I want to see that these next couple of weeks. Let's play fearless. Uh, you know, let's, let's share it. Let's be united out there and really get some momentum uh, as we build towards, you know, heading down to Vegas for the tournament. It's interesting, you know, like it was really fun. The Elite Eight run was, was dynamite. It was fun to cover it. I'm sure you being in the middle of it, you had an absolute blast. How have the last two seasons been on you, sort of psychologically, and and just the toll that that takes? Well, it's been a roller coaster, you know. Uh, and I'm always honest, and you know, I'm not going to duck anything. The last, uh, you know, last year was was brutal. As 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 high a high as we rode the year before, last year was maybe as as low as uh, we've ever been. With and it, and it wasn't so much the win loss record, which was horrendous. It was just not being able to get through to our guys. I mean, we, that's why we coach. We want to make a difference in their lives, which, you know, when they listen and they're engaged, it carries over to success on the court. And I didn't feel like I was able to, to, to really make that difference in their lives. And to me, that that's, that's, that's was way worse than, you know, what our record ended up being. And this year it's been rewarding that we got guys coming back to work day in and day out there. They've been really resilient as, as, as far as putting – you know, whatever behind us and moving on. Uh, but I, I feel bad because these guys deserve a little more success than, than what we've enjoyed. But I know that we're heading in the right direction. And so it, 
it has been very, very draining on, on me. I mean, you've gotten a good chance to know me and what I stand for and how competitive we are and how invested we are uh, here at Oregon State. And, and so it's been a grind, but we've got great support. Uh, you know, the, the, the fan base that's been there from day one hasn't wavered. Uh, they're reaching out, you know, constantly and uh, with words of encouragement. And, and so we, we know that it's going to lead to great things. We've just got to well, we're not going to cut corners. We're not going to compromise who we are and try to change who we are. We know that our way works. We just got to kind of ride it out. Yeah, it's interesting because I can tell this year, I can tell you like your team, that you like your players, and, and that they like you and they respect you and they're coachable. And it just feels like maybe uh, they're young and maybe you need to you need more depth and uh, you know you, you you might need a couple players here, right? And uh, yep. you always will. But last year. By the end of the year, last season, I, I think you could, I think we could all tell that those guys, a lot of those guys were checking out, or maybe they they didn't see themselves there another season, and it just had a feel. I don't see that this year. I think the, I think your guys are engaged. Our guys are engaged, and now I'll, I'll be honest, we've got a couple of guys that, you know, are are down and lacking some confidence because they haven't had the, you know, the the years that that they'd hoped to have. I think yeah, the, the injuries have, have plagued us a little bit. You talk a little bit about the lack of, of depth, but um, these these guys are coming. Like today, we, we got after it today in practice, and, uh, you know, and at times it, it can get a little chippy. It never crosses the line. Um, a, a year ago, we could time we could set our watch to it. About an hour and five minutes into practice, we knew we were going to have to end things before something erupted, and hmm. it's not the case this year. These guys going after each other, uh, but in a positive way, and, Today, there, you know, there was there was a little bit of angst, and, and and I loved it. Our staff loved it because there's there's some guys that really have some urgency, and there's maybe one or two that just, like I said, licking their wounds, maybe feeling a little sorry, and then they stepped it up when they got challenged. So these guys are still fighting and scrapping. You remember the, the last week of the year last year, we we only suited up six guys at Washington yeah. State. We lost yep. by four because we we had some guys that were. A little bit checked out. We said you're going to come on the trip, but you're not suiting up, and you're going to cheer for your teammates. And gosh darn it, I wish we would have pulled that one out. Even though it was late, it would have sent a great message. But we 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 don't have to do that with this group. There, you know, we've had ups and downs, and we've got guys maybe not performing like we need them to. Uh, but uh, you know, confidence is one thing, but there's nobody checking out of this deal. That's for sure. Yeah, you've got here an opportunity. I think in the next three games, you got Stanford, you got Cal, you got Oregon. Uh, chance to you know uh, I I think you know there's a there's a I think you got a shot at two two wins in there and you know look I'm saying you obviously you could win all three but I I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to say that you know you got Oregon at home you get Stanford and Cal at home and you know look out like you get into the tournament on a little run at least you'd feel better going to Vegas. No, for sure we we've got to get some momentum going heading to Vegas we. We know Oregon's a tough bow. They're one of the biggest teams in the country. We're both reeling uh, off of a couple of some losses here. But we, we really feel like uh, we play better at Gill. Uh, you know, we, we play with more confidence. Obviously, the fan uh, support and the energy in there really helps. But we feel like we can get some momentum uh, this next week and a half. And, and then, you know, it's all about, you know, kind of matchups that first round in Vegas. But, you know, there's an advantage to playing that first night. You kind of get through – iron through some of the kinks and that sort of thing, and, and then you catch a team that maybe hasn't gone through that in the second round. You never know. But uh, our, our deal is, again, just let's play fearless, throw caution to the wind, have each other's back, give it, give it 
You know, my, my dad always used to say with regards to baseball, uh, and you can use it in any sport, you got to go down swinging. You know, you don't want to sit there and watch strike three go by you uh, all night long, and uh, that's what the message we're sending to our guys, and that's what we're hoping to see. You guys need some size. Uh, you could get into the portal. Uh, and how do you utilize the portal? And how, how can you effectively utilize the portal this off season? Well, you know, it's 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 an interesting deal, and 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 there's you know there's there's a lot of things that go on during the season before names are ever even entered into the portal. Um, you know, there's there's lists of potential porter portal, uh, you know, entries, and and there's calls being made, uh, you know, to AAU coaches and that sort of thing. And you know, obviously, people will reach out. You've got connections and say, hey, so and so may not be happy. And our response is always. Until their names in the portal, we're not going to have any discussions. Uh, you know, I, I just won't do that to another head coach who's coaching a guy up. But what we, when you look at our roster, you see that we're extremely young. We've got to find a way to add some maturity this spring. You know, and and you know, you you mentioned you know we lose Rodrigue, Big Shoal's been hurt. You know, we hope to get him healthy this spring. Uh, we've we've signed two young big guys, but we need to get some maturity, I think, in the post and and then on, on the perimeter. But, um, you know, we've got some lists of, of, of some prep school kids, some junior college guys that we've been talking to. And then once that portal hits, you got to be ready to go. The, the tough thing is, you know, the top 20 guys are, are, are probably already know where they're going before their name hits the wire. And then we've got to work on that next list. Uh, but there's a lot to be shaped out here uh, in the coming weeks. And, uh, we, we like I said, we love that core group that we're going to move forward with and obviously we've got to we've got to add some pieces this off season, but uh, we're we're excited about where we're heading again, John. Yeah, hey, look, I got to say something. Like you know, I, I I know it's been a tough season, and and I and it happened yesterday. Kelly Graves at Oregon is going through a tough season as well. You know, he's lost seven in a row, and he you know he's not used to that. And it's it it's interesting to me that you guys are willing to come on the show, willing to talk about it, willing to talk to your fan bases and. You know, let people hear. You know how much this is affecting you as well. So I mean, it, it says a lot about you, Coach. That yeah, you know, you didn't you didn't say, hey, I don't want to come on right now. Oh, I'll come on after after we win some games. No, you're you know, I I think that's important. What would you say to Oregon State fans here before I cut you loose? Oregon State fans that are listening, what what message do you you leave them with? Well, I, I understand the frustration of the last year and a half, but like our our core group of fans, they 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 see. What the, the you know they took the message that we're going to build from the, the the bottom up. They see the promise in these young guys. Obviously, we've got to add some pieces, but just to stick with us, our way works. You, you, we've seen it over the course of time. I know we've had a couple of tough years where, where some you know circumstances were out of our control. You know, COVID uh, and the portal; those two things hitting at about the same time made it tough on us. But we're gonna we're gonna stick to uh, our principles and continue to do things the way we know work uh, in, in our programs and especially, uh, you know, the way that they work here at Oregon State. We, we, we've been involved with it. We've turned it around multiple times. We'll get it going again. So stick with us. I know it hasn't been easy. I, again, I understand some of the frustration, uh, but we're, we're going to get through it and we'll be better for it down the road. I know that. Wayne Tinkle, I appreciate you. Thank you for giving us your time. Always a pleasure, buddy. All the best. Take care. All right. Good luck this weekend. He's got Oregon this weekend. Oregon State then will finish the regular season against Cal and Stanford at home. I think there's an opportunity for one or two wins in there for Oregon State. 
Um, I also think Oregon State needs to get into the portal. And, you know, it's interesting. I got a chance to, as you know, we took the show on the road. We went to Tempe, and I got a chance to see Arizona State up close. It's, it was really interesting to see what Bobby Hurley did in the portal between last season and this season. And he went out, and he found five or six players in the portal that could come in and try, you know, change the complexion of the program. Now, Oregon State needs some size. They need playmakers. Uh, they've got, you know, a shooter or two. But I, I think there's a challenge here as you grow the young guys on this roster at Oregon State. There's a challenge for Wayne Tinkle, and there's a ticking clock, let's be real. You know, his contract, I think Oregon State owes him about $12 million. But, you know, he's got a little bit of time. But I think next season he's got to show some trajectory that gives you hope that he can get the program back to competing and contending for an NCAA tournament berth. Oregon State should not be a bottom feeder in the Pac-12 conference, and that's where they've been in the last two seasons. And I think I think uh, Wayne Tinkle knows that. Our big splash is next. Back to the bald Face truth with John Canzano on 750 The Game. Coming up, we'll visit with Tyson Alger of the I-5 Corridor. Get this. The win totals for the 2023 college football season are out. Washington is at 9.5, over or under. Oregon's at 9, over or under. Oregon State's at 8.5. So is Utah, 8.5, over or under. Colorado is dipped. It's now down to 4.5. Was at 5.5. I have a little more problem with Colorado at four and a half than I did at five and a half. I think this is a four or five win team. I think Vegas has it right right now. We'll talk about that with Tyson Alger of the I-5 Corridor coming up. Uh, Oregon State will start their spring practice coming up on March 7th. So uh, what are we, like two weeks away from the start of spring practice? So uh, we're going to take an early look at the expectations for the spring at Oregon State. Brings us to our big splash. It's the one thing you need to know. This is the one thing you absolutely need to know today. Look, look, look at it. Where? Down there. The big splash. Well, Kevin Durant, uh, not quite ready to make his debut with the Phoenix Suns, but uh, it's starting to look like it'll be soon. He entered the final stages of his uh, return from a knee injury today. He took part in a two-hour workout and a scrimmage, team's first official gathering after the All-Star break. Suns even brought in referees to make it look like a game. Coach Monty Williams said it was a long and an intense workout. Uh, Afterwards, the Suns ruled Kevin Durant out for Friday's home game against Oklahoma City. He's officially day-to-day. Keep an eye on Sunday. They're in Milwaukee on Sunday. That could be the day for Kevin Durant to make his debut. Leave it here. We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Face Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.